Come on, let's go. Hurry up. I was grabbing a beer. Welcome to Poor Stop Podcast, where three adults are constantly trying to figure out their lives, and we're trying to help you along the way. I'm Eric. Ezra, Brock Road Elementary, class of 06, valedictorian. I'm Morgan. I'm not a regular mom. I'm a cat mom. We are back. We're off for Juneteenth. We're back again. Taking It's like we're taking breaks. We're back. We're taking breaks. We're back. I think we're good, but then who, who the fuck knows what's happening next week? I think next week's actually 4th July. Who knows? Yeah, but that's on like a Tuesday, so I feel like we should all be pretty good next week. Yeah, that's kind of a trash uh, holiday, though. Just a random Tuesday. Are y'all getting... Are y'all jobs giving y'all Monday or no? No. But it is giving you Tuesday. Yeah, it's weird. I'd rather just give me the Monday. I have Monday and Tuesday off regularly at my job. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, so it's kind of whatever. But I know some people who are getting Monday and Tuesday. And then I know some people who are only getting Tuesday. And then I know somebody whose job told them, like, hey, yo, like, you could take Tuesday, but, but like, we prefer you didn't take Tuesday. So it's all over the place. Listen, man, companies are laying people off. I'm not giving these companies any loyalty by coming in on a fucking holiday. Yeah, no chance. Uh, we have a lot to get into. I've been waiting on this story for like weeks upon weeks. I don't want to <laughs> waste any time. Pre-first topic. Morgan, what the fuck happened between you moving from Atlanta to Philly? All right. So I'm driving down to Philly. My friend calls me. She's like, I have a tequila bottle for us when you get here. I'm like, yay. I get down there and we go out on Sunday. We go to this bar and she's like already like I don't know in a mood and she gets a drink and a shot and I just got a shot and some water and she wanted to go to the next spot so she called the bartender over and asked for the bill and the bartender was like oh you guys uh, together or separate and she was like separate I was like okay whatever the bartender gives her her tab and then she looks at me and is like you're good and I was like what and she's like yeah don't worry about it and I was like, oh, okay, cool. And then we get up to leave and Sam's like, oh, yeah, whatever. Her name's Sam. Sam was like, you didn't pay. And I said, the bartender said I was good. And she was like, I don't think she meant that. So she called the bartender over and I asked the bartender, I was like, did I misunderstand you? Like, do I have to pay anything? And she was like, no, I said, you're good. And I was like, okay, yeah, cool. Thanks. And then Sam freaks out and she's like, how do you get a free drink? And I don't like I should be getting the free drink. I'm the one paying for everything. I was like, first of all, why are you so mad that I got a free drink? Like if you got one, I'd be happy for you. And two, you are not paying for anything for me. So I literally don't know why. I don't know. She's entertaining that thought. Because it's just not true. But whatever. We go to the second bar. She apologized. She was like, yeah, my bad. I was jealous. And then she's like trying to hunt down guys. Like she keeps pressuring me. Like, do your thing. Like, come on. We need to get free drinks. And I'm like, bitch, like chill out. I don't go walking around the fucking bar for guys. I literally stand there and then guys will come up. So anyways, two guys come up to us. They're like white boys. Like not my type. And I go to the bathroom and then I come back and she's talking to the guy that I was talking to. I don't care. I literally just stand there and then he starts talking to me again. And I guess because she was talking to him that her guy walked away. I don't know. She starts freaking out and is like, 
I can't believe you're literally going to fucking ditch me for this guy. Like, he was flirting with me. And I was like, well, first of all, he was flirting with me. And then I went to the bathroom. And I'm not leaving you. Like, I'm not leaving with this guy. Definitely not. So she gets so upset. She leaves me at the bar, goes back um, to the apartment. And we had already talked about how she would just bring her keys and I would leave mine at the apartment. And she texts me and she's like, get your fucking shit out of here right now. And if you don't come, I'm throwing your cats out. And so I literally Uber there. Someone was coming out of the apartment time I was getting there. So I was able to get in and she would not let me into the apartment. And she was like, guess you should have brought your keys. (laughs) And she wouldn't even give me my car keys all night. She locked me out all night. And then the next day when I came to get my shit, she was literally just being such a monster. Like I didn't even say anything to her. Because she wouldn't let me into the apartment in the first place. I had to find a way in. It was fucking raining. I get in every single time I walk by. She's like saying some stupid shit like, uh, don't forget your cat. Or you better go wash those dishes that you use before you leave. Like just being fucking annoying. Like I FaceTimed my friend Jazz just so she could hear how fucking crazy this bitch was being. And then she had the audacity to say that I was stalling like I was trying not to leave her apartment because it was taking me forever to move my stuff back into my car by myself so yeah that's the gist of the story uh and that's why I'm back in New Jersey couple of questions um for the listeners how long were y'all roommates well I got there Saturday at 12 10 a.m and I left Monday afternoon this was 48 hours (laughs) and i literally knew i shouldn't have moved there because she is a psycho bitch like she yells at every single person um she's your best friend though yeah but i was her only friend i tell people all the time if you're somebody's only friend there's a reason i knew the reason but like we had been friends for so long and then for her to get jealous because I got a free drink from the bartender, I was like, are you fucking serious? If you're going to get mad anytime I get a free drink, you're going to be mad all the fucking time. Oh, brother. <laughs> so yeah. you're you're in New Jersey now? Where are you living at? Um, My friend has an extra room. So is that the plan? Or are you still trying to make it out to Philly again somehow? <laughs> no. Fuck Philly. Yeah. What is the plan? Are you going to stay in Jersey? Are you like going back to Atlanta? <laughs> Well, I could have made, I had a a plan to stay in Atlanta, like, if I decided to do that. Okay. But no, no, I'm in fucking New Jersey, so I really don't see myself making that drive anytime soon. But yeah, I'm going to stay here for a bit. I already applied to, like, jobs and got two offers. At least I have a job. Yeah, you've been off the market for a break. I know. It's been so nice. That was a decent story. I probably should just ask Ezra to give me the abridged ber- uh, version of it. Just get there faster. Definitely was funnier the first time hearing it. The second time, I was like, this story is mid. It, I know. Repeating it, it is mid. Yeah, I, I was bored by it, like, saying it. Yeah, yeah it definitely loses its traction. Um, I've got an unrelated quick hitter pre-topic. Secured a venue today. What I will say is two things one i'm very happy 
I did not have to spend every weekend for the next three months looking at venues because like I know some people who did have to do that and it's terrible. Two, this is like the sweetest, coolest lady ever. I am sorry for anybody who's had a hard time going through the venue looking at process. Wait, you guys are already planning your wedding? Yeah, November 9th, 2024. No big deal. Did you already send out invites or something? No, nigga, we just got a venue today. Okay. <laughs> Have you been to the venue? Yeah, we drove out there today. Damn, you guys are going fast compared to Eric. Bro, I know. He got he got a ring, and then he was like, all right, venue, got the date, ready to go. I'm sitting here like, bro, it's Tuesday. I'm trying to see what's going on on Wednesday. Yeah, is this going to be like a summer 2023? Like, Who, like, Eric? <laughs> you. What? No, it's in 2024. Oh, okay. At this rate, I don't know. Nah, man, you got to book it far out. Man, we're still getting like all the early bird specials for booking this far out. What is your theme going to be? Uh, nigga, we just got a venue. We ain't get that far. I feel like if it's winter time, you should do like Yellowstone. That's still like fall. What about no- the... Uh... November in Virginia? It's like 70 still out here. No, at no point is that 70. Definitely not. It's like at most 60. Type in November. I'll give a random. Type in November. Maybe like South Virginia. Type in November 3rd last year, Fredericksburg, and tell me what the weather was. Watch that bitch say 85. Eric, are you doing that? Yeah, I'm I'm looking it up. Uh, It said it was 64. Okay. That was a random, and I said it's like 70. 64 is that like was actually 70. closest. What are you saying, nigga? Because I said 60. And I said like 70. 64 yeah, is... Yeah, that's six 70. away. I'm I'm four. Okay. Damn, I'm looking at dates, though. It, like, fell off a cliff. Like, early November, it was like 60, and the next thing you know, it was hitting 40s real quick in the middle of November. Yeah, stay before, like, mid, and you straight for real. Yeah, I really know my Virginia weather. What are you saying, nigga? But yeah, that was the first pre-topic. I'm done. No, that's crazy, though. I gotta start looking at venues now. Book Maybe if I book one two years in advance, I can get an early, early bird special. Bro, get that little app. That app goes crazy. That Zola. Zola. So, oh. I feel like I saw that when that's I was looking so for, like, cute. stuff to plan. Uh, if I gotta do officiating, how to look through that stuff. Yeah, probably. Wow. I really need to get engaged. Shorty, you need a man first. <laughs> You need a fucking house, an apartment. <laughs> you need a job. Yeah. There's a lot that needs to come before engaged. First of all, I have a place to stay. Second of all, I could start as early as tomorrow if I tell him I want either one of the jobs. This job don't do a background check, a drug test? Uh, no. Any hmm. job that you can start next day, probably not a little job you're going to stay at long term. Um. Well, it's training. And also, so... One is for a um, workout studio, and they need a certain amount of members because it's like a franchise in order to open the doors. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'd be able to start as early as tomorrow. And then the other one is a huge brand all over the country. But well, I, did I didn't want to give free promotion, but European Wax Center. hour fitness. No, European Wax Center. I ain't even heard of that. No, nah, wow. definitely not a national brand. It is. You guys are just boys. Okay. Um, um. But yeah, uh, I could start Thursday because it's two weeks of training. 
I've seen, since you mentioned, like, you could start tomorrow, um, I've seen a job. Why are they letting you trade before a background test or drug test? That's neither here nor there. It's not important. <laughs> when I was in Charlotte, we would pass this checkers all the time that would say, same day, start, work today, get paid today. And I always told Brian, I love checkers. I will never eat there because anybody who's able to cook my food in one day, I can't trust those niggas. Like, they didn't go through no training. Like, there's zero training. No, you can start. They're just not going to let you start cooking immediately, probably. I don't know what they're doing then. If it's they're start, probably training. Start today and get paid today? I don't know. Because, like, that checkers was, like, raggedy. I, I truly think they was, like, using day laborers to flip burgers. Whatever keeps the business going. Hell no. <laughs> listen, we know not to listen to whatever Morgan says when it comes to businesses. She doesn't care about the employees. I do care about the employees. Fuck no, you don't. Not... I'm not gonna say what I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's. We have so much stuff to talk about. Let's just get into the first one. Easy softball. What's something you view as a treat for yourself? Whether it's self care, indulging in a hobby, drinking. I don't know. What is it? A quality beer. Like if I'm just relaxing, one or two good beers. Whether it's a Hefeweizen or a Tecate, that's like a little treat for myself. Like, just watching TV, vibing. Mindless TV. Like, I'm big on 90 Day Fiance right now. Or just, like, any cooking show. That's a little treat for me. And then I'd probably say, like, a flyer would be, like, cooking appliances. Like, the grill or the smoker. Because mm. I don't really buy a ton of shit because I don't really do a lot. But, like, once I get to buy something like that every once in a while, I'm pretty excited for it. Dude, I got to watch cooking show for you to watch it's uh bobby flay's triple threat highly recommend i heard that was good actually i'm about to check that out very good i like definitely um taking like a really nice long shower or a bath Mm. waxing or not waxing well yeah waxing getting a wax done is self-care but that's painful self-care um but like shaving my entire body and then doing my hair uh, really good facial then having like a little charcuterie board and some wine and watch my shows with some candles. Oh, it's the perfect time. I feel like going out and getting a good meal is always a nice treat. Even when we were in Delaware for like that week, um, dude, it was like every day I was going out to get something that I was like, I can't get while I'm in Missouri. Dude, I was hitting like every lunch, just going somewhere different, getting food, me and Anna were getting stuff for dinner. Like we were just living it up. And I was like, this is great. And it wasn't even that expensive. I was like, this is perfect. Like, I can do this, no problem. I would definitely say a meal, but I feel like most of my meals are generally with my woman as well. So it's not really a treat for me at that point. It's like we're just grabbing food. Mm. But out here on my own for a little, I do think I try to reward myself with, oh, I don't know how the fuck I forgot this. I get readers at least once a week. I've been two weeks (laughs) off. I'm going to probably get some tonight. I didn't take you as a reader's guy, but you're probably doing like oh. the ice, not the. I go, yeah. I love a good water ice. And I've lost like 60 pounds since uh, fucking like March. So I gotta, I need my sweet treat occasionally. So readers is keeping me right for real. All right, quick question sidebar. How did you just, that was such a casual, subtle flex. Lost 60 pounds since March, no big deal. What are you doing? Um, I'm gonna be a thousand percent honest. 
I stopped playing football and I stopped giving a fuck. Um, <laughs> and then my, once I went to the doctors when I had that back problem like early in February, mm. and I just get on the scale and I was like, "Hey, yo, like what?" Because as a as a nigga, I'm not weighing myself like ever. So mm. I hopped on the scale. And I was like, "Nigga, stop tripping. You are not right." And it was right. <laughs> How was, much was it? Uh, it was like three fifteen. So I was Ooh. like, "I gotta." I was like, "I gotta get right, bro." Um, so fuck it. What was I in the story? Oh, yeah. So then after that, I was like, you know, we got a couple of things coming up. When March hits, I got a doctor's appointment. My blood sugar was a little close to high, but it wasn't high. And I was like, I'm going to kill a lot of water. And I'm going to the gym anyway with rice. So I was like, I'm going to do a lot of water, cut back on salt and like red meat to like do a little better for my blood sugar. My blood sugar is like perfect now. Like all of my, I did like a full blood test. Like everything is great. So at that point, I was like, eh. I'm already going to the gym. The next easiest thing is probably like just eating more proportionate meals. And outside of that, I really haven't had to do anything else outside of eat like more proportionate meals because I got four older brothers and three of them are massive. Like them niggas is like 6'4", 6'5", 300, 315. So I think, and it's not my mom's fault because I'm a grown man. But I think my mom always failed, fed me grown men portion as a kid. And then I just always ate that. And I went to college and whatnot playing ball. That never mattered. And then when I stopped doing anything, continuing to eat grown men portions like that, like, didn't do anybody any justice. So I really just eat smaller portions now. And I don't eat, like, any breakfast meats and shit like that. It was, like, small cutouts that don't seem like they'd have that much of an impact, but do. And I don't drink any juice anymore. Like, I went cold turkey oh, juice. You actually quit yeah, juice this time? I had to, because I was drinking, like, fucking 12 glasses of juice a day. Bro, you were like that clip of Burt Kreischer when he's talking about how he drinks 64 ounces of Kool-Aid every day. Yeah, like, I would, I would like, kill a thing of cranberry juice, like, at least half a cranberry juice in, like, one setting throughout, like, not one setting, like, throughout the day. And I was like, mm. Maybe I could just drink some water right now. Wait, can we go to the part where you said your brothers were like 6'4"? Yeah, my brothers are massive. What? How old are they? Yeah, they're like 40. Like, yeah. I'm the second youngest, so my brothers are like very big men. Yeah. They're a little too old. They are. They definitely are. (laughs) I was going to say, the only good thing for you is like, you're ne- you've never been a big like sweets person. Like I'll kill some chocolate chip cookies, like some throw some peanut butter on it. Like that's a problem. But like you're like you you don't like you don't do chocolate. Like you don't do shit like that. Yeah, nah. My like sweet was like literally juice. So getting rid of juice helped. Um, I don't eat like chips or anything like that anymore. Truly, it wasn't as hard. I'm not gonna say it wasn't as hard because I'd hate like a year from now for me to have reverted. Don't think. <laughs> But as, up until this point, it was a lot easier than I thought it would be for real. Do you have, like, any goals of, like, weights or, like, what you want to be, like, especially for the nah, wedding? I was truly trying to be, like, I didn't really have any goal in mind. I was just like, uh, at some point, I'm going to have, I'm going to plateau, I think. And it'll, like, flatten out where it's going to be, like, I've been the same, like, from every week. But when I get to that point, that's probably just where I'm going to stay. Because I'm not really making any strong effort to lose weight. I was just making an effort to, like, eat better portions and, like, drop some. I mean, that's what they say is eating is most of the battle anyway. Yeah. yeah. Do you imagine if you just got back to, like, college football, Ezra? 
Oh yeah, I don't even think I'd want to be that small again. That's the problem. Yeah, it's just a lot of maintenance too. It's maintenance, and then it's like rebuying stuff. I don't want to have to oh. rebuy that many because I just had to rebuy clothes and shit. And I'm like, eh, I don't know if that's something I want to consistently have to do. Yeah, that's what people don't talk about now. They're like, cool, you lose weight, like you can get new clothes, and it's like, yeah, but that's not fucking cheap either. Yeah. Uh, any other last thoughts on self care? Anything you guys do? I grew up Morgan with the bath. Sometimes y'all like to take a little bath. Yeah, nice shower. Sit on the balcony if it's nice out. It's always a pleasant I was just time. thinking that. All right, let me guys get your opinion on this next one. So the Oscars starting in March of 2024 for those awards. Um, movies will not be considered for a Best Picture nomination unless they feature a lead or significant support supporting character from an underrepresented racial or ethnic group. They need to have a main storyline that focuses on an, the unrepresented group, or at least 30% of the cast comes from two or more unrepresented groups. So we're talking women, ethnic minorities, LGBTQ, or the disabled. What do you, what do you guys think about these like requirements they're inputting? Two things. The women is a cheat code, because considering women a minority is the easiest way for them to get in that. You make a movie, I don't think it's going to be hard to have 30% women in the movie. So that would probably be the easiest route to go to make sure you mark off that diversity box. It's the same way they do it with like minority fundings. You get make like one women CFO or financial advisor, whatever. But the rest of that, not a huge fan. Because I feel like we're going to start to feel like we're being spoon-fed and forced things. And this makes me think of one of my favorite shows, A Million Little Things. It went from just like a cool, great show, great cast, a lot of storylines. Last season, they had three gay plots. There were only four plots. And I'm like, bro, like, this is overkill. Y'all went like crazy. Yeah, I agree. It's probably going to start forcing a lot of things that are unnecessary to what the film is trying to portray. <laughs> Did that sound confusing? Nah, I understood what you said. Because, like, yeah. Because it's the same with, uh... I was watching another show. I can't remember what it was. And I had to stop. Because, like, it felt like they were pushing the, like, black agenda too hard. And I was... Because it was, a. Uh, it was like a black kid who grew up in the hood. And then there was another, uh, like a kid who had gone through like police brutality. And then there was one more like single parent mom, black lady raising her child. And I was like, bro, like how many do you have to hit in one episode? Yeah. There's like a fine line between like representation and like getting out stories and things that people can connect with. And like you guys said, where you're forcing it down your throat or it's like so blatantly, like you're trying to make, like force and make people like quote unquote connect with it. But like when you do it like that, you're not connecting with it naturally or genuinely. Yeah. It's going to, it's going to get weird. I also think that's a weird thing to have to put, like what made them put this out where, because I don't, you said this was the Oscars, right? Yeah. I feel like they've always been trying to like, like, I think it's an idea. It's like, you know, Let's say you have 10 people on board. They're like, you know what we should do? This is a really good idea. Like, we should have inclusion. Like, all right, cool. No problem with that. But then it's like, all right, we need to force it and force it. And that's like, that's where you become like, you're on this echo chamber of like, this is a good idea. We're going to put it out in the public. It's like, what the fuck is this, dude? Like, we're watching a movie. Do you all watch the Oscars? No. No. I do not. But I knew one of their inclusions things last year 
was to have a black host, and they had Jamad, Gerard Carmichael. I don't know if y'all are familiar with Jamar, Gerard Carmichael. He's got a very dry sense of humor. Apparently, like, the shit was terrible. Like, really? white people was not feeling it. He's a hard, like, sense of humor to get. He was pretty much like, I'm going to do it because they're paying me, but I'm not going to do their song and dance. So I don't know what they're trying to get at with all this extra inclusion stuff. And if I'm being honest, I don't know how concerned minority groups are with the Oscars to begin with. Because yeah. I feel like after a while, we all knew, like, that was it a kind of for Yeah, it's like, that's a for them, by them type of thing anyway. So, like, we don't get validation from that anyway. And I'm just curious. So, if they had a movie with, like, only black people in it, would that, like, I feel like, is that not, would they, they would allow that? Yeah, that's fine. I know, but that just seems weird. No, I, I think it's definitely weird. I think it also, like, if you're if you're creating a movie, like, I don't. I don't want that to be like on the forefront of like your storyboards. You're like, we have to make sure we like fit this in there. Like, cause I feel like that's where you kind of stifle creativity when you're trying to box it in, make sure you hit certain like checkpoints for this. Like, right. It's not, it's not only, like, Casting being would be so about. stressful. Yeah. Like what if you, you don't like the actor, but you're like, well, we got to put someone of, you know, we need one more Asian. We yeah. got to pick him. Yeah, yeah like, that's what I'm saying. That's just gonna get weird. They're gonna have people like looking at the readings, looking at the fucking script, and they're gonna be like, "Ah, can we make this person gay?" And when you start doing shit like that, I feel like it's weird. Yeah, and it's not genuine. You're just doing it to like get a checkbox. I can see this something is like it's like a thing, and then it just doesn't get talked about. Because like, why do you want to do that? Yeah, personally, t- let the Oscars stay whatever they are, and let's just continue to ignore it. Because again. I don't know that many like minorities who be tapped into the Oscars anyway. Are you tapped into the BET Awards though? Uh, personally, I am not, but I think they have a bigger minority following than any other award. I heard. I thought I saw there was some controversy, but I can't remember what it was. Uh, no clue. I did see Chief Keep Hop out of Sprinter Van. It was fucking hot boxed. I remember that <laughs> much. Um. All right, let's get into another one. Do you think living in places like New York, D.C., L.A., maybe, you know, Miami, Chicago, shit, even Charlotte when you were there, like Atlanta, is it exhausting when you guys have friends come up and like they want to see like tourist stuff? Like I know when my parents came up here, like they wanted to go see the arch. They wanted to go do certain things. And it's like, bro, I don't want to fucking go downtown to see the arch. Try to find parking and shit. That shit is so exhausting. Because it'd be like, on one end, it's like, I get it. Y'all not from here. Y'all not around here a lot. Like, y'all want to do some stuff. But I think I hate it most because it's like, I'm going to take you to some fire spots. You're going to have a good time. But when you come here with your own agenda because you went on some, like, things to do in Charlotte, things to do in D.C., and you found your own shit, that shit is not fun. That shit is lame as hell. So I hate when that happens. And I was going to say, like, that shit happened all the time when, like, people find out that I live in Charlotte, or especially, like, living in Fredericksburg. Niggas find out we're close to D.C., and they want to do some of the lamest shit ever. And I'm like, bro, like, I was doing that in second grade field trips. I'm not trying to do that now. You know how many times I go to look at this one lame monument? I'm not interested in that. Let's see. How far is uh, D.C. from Fredericksburg? Uh, it's, like, 40 miles, anywhere from, like, depending on the day. Anywhere from 45 to like an hour 15. Yeah. 
I get like, uh, don't get me wrong. Like, I get it. If you're going somewhere like, and you probably might not go back anytime soon, if ever, like, you want to go see the mon like stuff, like, cool. So we went to go see the yards. Like, we did museums, did stuff, but like, it's also like, hey, let's go to good food places that I know of. Like, let's do stuff where it's like more authentic to that city, and like the people that know it. Like, if we were in Charlotte, and you were like, dude, you gotta go check this place out. I'm not gonna be like. Yeah, dude, but I was looking online and saw this review, and it's like, no, like, I'm going to trust the people who live there who know, like, good places to go. Bro, that shit happened when I went to Pittsburgh to visit some of my boys when I was, like, 19, 20. The nigga I went with had this whole idea. He wanted to go to this one spot because he had heard about it on, like, Food Network. Shit was trash. And before we went there, niggas was like, this shit is trash. People do not be going there. And he was pressed. And they were like, yo, we were only there for one day. And they're like, if you would have left it to us, we would have taken you to some fire spot. But like, Buddy was pressed on going there. Dude saw one episode at Diner Shrives and Dives and was like, dude, we got to go to this place that fucking guy Fieri talked about. Nigga, it's that, tr- it's that Permanti Brothers shit. I will uh, crash them. That shit is fucking butt. Thing is, like, I'm sure like these places, like things on like Diner Shrives, like there's definitely some good ones. Like we went to one... Uh, in near us it's like the shaved duck it's like it was good meal right but like stuff like that like the panty brothers like once they start getting like commercialized and like they're doing chains and shit i don't know um i i would definitely get tired of it like if people were visiting me often we're like we want to go go see the arch i'm like brother you can like walk outside and see like you can see it from afar we don't have to go all the way downtown that or when people find out you live close to somewhere like that and they want to like bummer stay for a day or two because they got some plans and it's like well you're close that happened once in charlotte and i was like uh, nah like you're good but that shit used to happen all the time when i was in the bird niggas would be like hey yo like you mind if i like stay and i'll hit dc the next day or like to break it up i'm like yes i mind the nigga like the fuck this ain't no bnb we did that when we were driving to the beach. We stayed at Pages, but I feel like it, it is a little bit different. Like, yeah, it depends on your friendship level. Like, if yeah. someone from fucking like camp was like, "Yo, I'm in St. Louis. Can I stay?" It's like, no. Yeah, I when I lived in New Jersey, and people came to visit, and they were like, "Oh, like I want to go to New York City." Like, yeah, New York City is close, but it's also a hike. No, I get that. And I'm going to go to NYC regularly. And I feel like niggas who aren't close to NYC, they want to do the lamest shit when they go to New York. Times Square, baby. Yeah, they're like, I was in Times Square. I want to get a picture with the naked man. I'm like, bro, like, what the fuck? Like, I want to go to rooftops. I don't want to fucking go toward the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, we have a lot of friends who are, I mean, we've had friends who are moved to, new york or like from new york and i'm like if i'm going to new york like i want to see them and i'm like just just tell me where the fuck to go like where are we actually going to go that i'm actually going to get a good food like good meal and shit like that yeah like take me to your favorite mexican restaurant with like super yummy guacamole chilies fucking my sister live out in vegas and she hates that shit because people come in and want to do all the tourist shit when i got out there she's like uh, so what you want to do? You want to do like what mom does when she comes out here? And I was like, do I look fucking 75? No. Take me where you be going. Vegas might be one of the worst. Nigga, Vegas sucks because she has to take so many people to the strip like every time they come in town. And the strip is trash. Go to Fremont Street. Everybody from Vegas will tell you that. That shit is lit. Like, 
I be telling them when I go out there, I'm like, yo, take me where you go when you want to do shit. I do not want to do none of that tourist shit. I do not care about seeing the casinos. I do not want to take a picture in front of the sign. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, that's got it. That might be the worst. I was thinking like New York is definitely one of them. Like DC, like I, I, anybody if you if you're visiting someone in DC and you're trying to do the monuments, like did you not go visit them at any time during school if you were living on the East Coast? Like, that's what I'm saying. If, if I'm being a thousand percent honest, as an adult, like a young adult still in this range, if you're going anywhere, you're trying to go like do historical educational shit. Do that on your fucking own. Because mm. I don't want to do it. Don't even ask me if I want to. But some people are actually like psychos and want like anyone who comes to visit them, they like want to take you like, oh, oh my God, we have to uh, go here, here, here. Like my sister-in-law, love her. But when we went to, um, or when I came to visit them in California, it was a pretty relaxed trip for the most part, but um they she was dying to take me to LA which I wanted to go to too but like she's just that type of person like anytime any family member like goes to visit them she'll take them on a whole little tour like herself this it excites her I I get it um I'm gonna tell you right now I'm not trying to sit in that fucking traffic in California whatsoever yeah we went to um a god I can't a dispensary on the way there though so it was pretty cool i was chilling now, if i'm coming from out of town truly don't take me to anything where i'm gonna have to sit through crazy traffic unless it's really like that yeah like i'll sit in traffic for something crazy like if we're going to like a good comedy show maybe a concert if you're taking me to the latest part of downtown and we're gonna bar hop all night but don't take me 15 miles that's gonna take an hour 15 minutes and then we get there and the shit is whack yeah, that'll I'll be I'll be so angry. Uh, when I go visit my parents in the Hamptons, anytime someone else comes to visit them too, they also show them like the same exact spots like all over New York. And every single time I go with them, it's like gets more annoying. Like, I don't want to keep saying these places like they're just fucking shops. Yeah. <laughs> like, what's the point? We gotta normalize putting your foot down and telling your friends, no, we're not gonna do this dumb shit. Oh, I do. That's yeah, good. for real. Just go for, go by yourself. Yeah, I'm I'm okay with that. Like, if there's something you want like Mariah's family came into town, her aunt and uncle wanted to go to the NASCAR Hall of Fame. And I was like, if you wanna go, like you could also go with them, but like Mariah clearly did it. I will not be part of that trip. We will not be like they can do that on their own time. On the way to the hotel, on the way from the hotel, fuck it, they can spend a whole day there. I just won't be there. Yeah, we don't. You, we don't need to babysit people. You're an adult. Ooh. If you want to do stuff, go right ahead, and we have the right to refuse just as much. Literally, I can point you in the direction of lit shit. If you don't want to do it, that's fine. <laughs> All right, let's get into the next one. All right, thoughts on this take? It's hard to convince a child something's impossible. Do you guys agree with that? And do you think uh, because you've gotten older, you realize that certain things are just, in fact, impossible? So maybe, you know, becoming a billionaire is a lot harder than you thought it was going to be as a kid. Having these, quote unquote, like perfect boyfriends or girlfriends, stuff like that when you were growing up and you thought, oh, I'm going to find that kind of person, um, you know, stuff like that in general. I do think once I heard it, I think Chris Paul said it in the interview on the pivot. Once I heard it, I was like, that's true. 
convincing a child that something's impossible probably is hard and don't exist because you don't know what you don't know. And they know like nothing, like they're dumb, they're kids. So like, they truly think like, if I work hard, I can become a billionaire. If I, if I put my mind to it, I can become a doctor. Like I'll be the perfect boyfriend. I'm going to have the perfect girlfriend by 25. This is what my life is going to absolutely look like. Cause I've done everything right to this point. I think once you become like, maybe not even a teenager, it might take like college. And then it hits you like, yeah, like certain shit, I just got to take off the books because it, it's impossible. I mean, I think it definitely is hard to convince them, especially when you have a culture of encouraging kids so much where they think anything is possible and you can grow up to be whatever you want, you know? Yeah. I fucking, up until my freshman year of college when I was out in West Virginia, I hate this. I truly hate this. I thought you could become a billionaire. I thought hard work and finding something that you were good at and worked hard at alone, you could become a billionaire. It took me until 19 years of age to realize that's impossible. Unless you were given like the hideous head start in life, you are not, or unless you're a genius, like unless you were like smart enough to come up with something that like conceptually has not been done, you are not becoming a billionaire. Like that shit's impossible. What do you think about becoming a millionaire, though? Millionaire achievable. I don't think a millionaire is hard. I think, and this just isn't talking about my people. I think everybody that I consider a close friend, even the ones I hate, like Morgan, (laughs) I think every one of them has the opportunity, the potential to become a millionaire. There is like one or two people I know in my friend group. I was like, "Eh, if you told me you was a millionaire, I'd ask who the fuck you robbed. But everybody else... I don't think a millionaire is that unachievable. Yeah. Kind of agree with you. I do too. I've been, I feel like I've started like the wheels have started turning on like possible ideas I've had for like making money where I don't have to work a nine to five. Yeah. I'm, it's starting to go and I'm like starting to get the taste for it. I'm like, all right, hold on. Hold on. Like we're, we're cooking here. We got a couple ideas. Like there's some proof of concept. Like I'm like, dude, I could really, if I like follow through with this, you know, you do as a side hustle start out and then you just eventually starts growing. Then you quit that nine to five and then you're on your own. Like I could see it happening. Absolutely. Uh, same here. And then I think another big benefit, Northern Virginia is like an affluent area anyway. Most of the niggas I know parents are millionaires to some capacity, I feel like. Like they got yeah. bread. It might not be liquid money in their account, but like once you put their assets together, most of these niggas' parents is millionaires already. So a million has never seemed like that crazy to me. A million's definitely there. I'm trying to think like, I mean, I think it definitely is. I think it definitely is just a a pattern of your thoughts where you do think a lot more as possible as a kid and then you start really becoming aware of stuff. And like even this recent trip when we were in Delaware, I was talking to like my aunt and uncle about stuff. And I was like, what the fuck? And I was talking to my mom later and I was like, dude, did you know this or that? She was like, yeah, you didn't know that? I was like, no, dude, I was a fucking kid. Like, I didn't even, like, I wasn't conscious or aware of this stuff. Like, you're just almost in your own bubble, like, in your own world, and then you, like, become an adult, and you're hearing all these stories about things that happen, like, blah, 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 and you're like, what the, where the fuck was I this whole time? I agree. I thought I was going to be, like, 25, married to a super rich and famous NFL football player and having kids by now. And that didn't happen. 
I thought I was going to be like you. a godly woman. We'd go to church on Sundays. Well, he'd be playing. So she said that shit is impossible. <laughs> <laughs> I used to think that like it could exist a relationship without any arguments or fights. Because my parents don't like argue or fight. They're also like very old school and religious. So like there's only so much like gender roles still exist and there's a man in a household. So I don't think I necessarily grew up seeing the healthiest view of a equally yoked relationship to a degree. Um, so I think it, the older I got, the more realistic it was like, uh, a perfect boyfriend and girlfriend don't exist. A relationship with no fights don't exist. Yeah, it really is crazy. The things you kind of believe at as a kid and then you look back on and you're like, where the, where the fuck did like I... I was convinced at some point I was going to play in the NFL. I was like, I didn't even play high school football. Like, what the, when the fuck was I ever going to make it to the NFL at any point? <laughs> even in college, I was like, I could probably fuck around, like walk on, play a little slot receiver. It's like, what the fuck was I thinking? My knees are terrible. <laughs> yeah, that's an ambitious thought. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. Just normal thoughts of my delusions of things that I think I can do. I'm trying that's to like funny. picture you as an NFL player right now. Dude, I think I, I I would model my game off of like a Julian Edelman, like just small Wes Welker kind of guy in the slot, just making catches and sitting the fuck down. You know what? You would is, be the kicker. <laughs> I do think it's crazy how like it's not all on the kids because kids don't know anything. You don't know what you don't know. Some of it is all like the parents and the teachers as well. You know how many people I've seen like gas their kid up like they was something they not. I know a shorty. One of my sister's friends who got like a 13, 14, 15 year old now, maybe. And like all of his life, she done told this nigga that like he's going to be a lawyer and he's so smart and this and that. And this all started because he did good on a spelling test in like second or third grade. This nigga is like a 2.1 high school student. I'm sorry. He's not going to be a lawyer. He's not. I don't even know if he's going to get into college. I kind of hate that because I feel like. I understand, like, wanting to praise your kid and, like, you know, keep them in a positive mindset. But I also do feel like there has to be some realistic, like, accountability with that. Yeah, um, his thing is, because I spoke to him not too long ago, his thing was, you know how they be, like, geniuses get bored? Whoever told niggas that was, like, dumb. That's not information you should ever give a kid. Because he's always, like, high school is just easy. I know too much, so I don't do my work. And I'm like, no, nigga, you're like not this genius that your mom told you you were because you want a spelling bee in second grade. Everybody's done that. Yeah. I think it's like, like you said, like two point whatever GPA, like where the fuck are you going to college? Dude? It's not going to be a good college unless you just fucking test off the charts. and like, what's his SAT score? Like yeah. ACT, like what are we doing here? Yeah, no, that's true. I can't wait to see those SAT scores. Cause I'm going to be like, huh, for a genius, this don't add up. He's like, it was it was too easy. I got bored in the middle of it. It's like, all right, we just get bored all the time now. Like, yeah, like what? I said, you don't have to have a job, dummy. You're gonna get bored during your job. <laughs> hey, listen, there's nothing wrong with being bored during your job. I have that many a times throughout the day. <laughs> all right, uh, we'll do one more, and then we'll get to top five. And we'll save the other topics for later. With money and time, people can do so many things that they're not qualified for. Do we believe this? It's sick, bro. And I was um, this. the submarine. You said this. Uh, it, oh yeah, it's <laughs> sick. I was thinking that shit because 
Shannon owns a dance studio. Shout out to Shannon. You kill it from what I see. Didn't want her to think this was about her if she sees this clip. Fucking, there's a shorty in the bird who has never danced. Her daughter wanted to dance, didn't make the dance team. So she opened her own dance studio and she is the dance teacher. And it's like, nigga, you just got money and time because like you never danced. You don't know anything about dancing. Your kid's not even good. And the fact that you had the money and the time to open your own studio, you now own a studio, teach dance, and have a dance team that I'm sure is getting beat the fuck up at every competition. Bro, that's like stupid money where you could just open your own dance studio. Yeah, I was like, this is like crazy. But I know there was a nigga like that when I played football. He couldn't make our team, so his dad like started his old Pop Warner travel team. And it's like, bro, you just have money and time. That's all it took. And sometimes you just need one or the other. I mean, you know, I, I was kind of on the fence about it. I was like, yeah, it makes sense. I was like, people aren't doing that. And I was like, the more you're talking about that, I'm thinking about, like, how many times do we watch, like, Bar Rescue, Kitchen Rescue, Hotel Rescue, whatever. It's like all these people just, like, buy fucking hotels, restaurants, bars. They don't have any experience, but they're just like, I wanted to own one, and, like, I had the money to do so now. They ended up in severe debt 9.9 times out of 10 or 10 out of 10, I guess, being the show. It's like, yeah, no, people, if you have money, you can just literally do whatever. Yeah, it's like insane to me. It's the same with time, though. Time is just as bad because I feel like that's how, like, all of these coaches become coaches. And there's so many bad coaches. There's just not a lot of people with excess time to do this shit. But yeah, all these niggas become coaches because they got the time to do it and like they like the sport. Like once you start asking some of them like where they played at or the level they made it to, and I'm not saying you got to be a great player to be a good coach, but like, nigga, you played high school field hockey, didn't play high school, didn't play in college, haven't done anything field hockey related in 15 years, and you've never been to any coaching clinics. You were hired because you have fucking time. That's it. I was going to say, it's like the people who are like, coaching like high school sports and just like the the assistants that like come in and it's just like you just get off your job and you're just like all right gonna go coach these high school kids i played uh four years back in 85 but i can still coach them kid don't worry about it yeah that shit is so strange to me damn i can't believe morgan shouted out the submarine for this one <laughs> it was a good one no it was, it was a good one. i didn't see it coming all right r.i.p thoughts and prayers of course all right let's get into the top five this week um, I mean, we're just going to keep going on the money train. Top five things you would do if you had more money. I was going to ask about this one. And then I just said, that's not in the spirit of top fives the way I want to do it. I just want to have my random off the cuff things and see what else you guys come up with. Uh, let me see if I had a list for this. <laughs> you, didn't, you picked the topics. You don't have a list. I forgot about it because we didn't do it yesterday. Um, I'm going to go off the top of my head. It was top five things we would do if we had more money, correct? Yep, yep. This is going to sound controversial to everything I've ever said. I would own a bar. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, I'd do it. I'd own a bar. Fuck it. Um, I would start my own. Next, I would start. I'd buy a professional sports team because it seems mm-hmm. that it's just keep making more money. I'd buy or invest in an amusement park, because I feel like I never hear about an amusement park shutting down, so, like, that's a lifetime of bread. I'd get in in a fast food, whether it was making my own or... Actually, I wouldn't make my own. 
I'd buy in Dave's hot chicken because I feel like why not? Like everybody likes that, and it's like starting to boom. And then I would go out west, and I'd buy the biggest plot of land they have, and I would wait for somebody to come pay me like fifteen times what I bought it for. All right, I have a quick thought on the last one. You always hear about these people, like even Anna's grandfather, like he bought like a plot of land down at the beach. There was no development. And like, now it's like a beach house worth a good amount of money. And I was thinking about that and I was like, where are these opportunities for us now? Like, where's the place where you would buy some land now? And then like 20 years down the road, it would be like a worth something. It's out West or it's in the desert. Cause those were like the last place that were like, not civilized, but that were like industrialized. So we're running out of space on the East Coast because it's been here the longest. You're going to have to start to push more West to build things, whether it's towns, cities, subdivisions. Once they start to do that, they're going to need airports, bus stations, public transportation, shit like that. So buy as much land out there as you can. Even if it's 20, 30 years from now, someone's going to have to pay you for it soon. Uh, one of my boy's grandpas, they just like they expanded the airport in the area he lives he bought all the land surrounding the airport when they built the airport like 20 years ago. They have to expand that airport now. So now they're going to have to come pay him to get that surrounding land. Damn. I want to buy some land around an airport, dude. Nigga, that's like it, Loki. Anything that you think they'll need to like expand that industry or whatnot, travel, can't go wrong with that. Whether it's like bus stations or trays or an airport, can't go wrong with that. Hospitals, I was reading on Reddit, Hospitals is the big one because, like, a lot of places are expanding their hospitals. So if you can get, like, 10, 15 acres behind a hospital, they're going to need a parking lot. They're going to have to make the building bigger. They're going to need, like, ex- man, get in on something like that. You're going to be straight in, like, 15, 20 years. Love to see it. All right, Morgan, what do you got? Um. Okay, so I have travel. The second one is get a boob job, obviously. <laughs> buy a house start a business or purchase a franchise and invest all right pretty straightforward i like it i like it thank you first thing i'm doing is retiring immediately just i'm not i'm not working another day in my life um number two i'm gonna pay off anna's debts because god knows the law school debt is not cheap Three, I'm going to retire my mom because my dad's already retired, so let's get her out of here. Four, buying a vacation house because I've always wanted just a house somewhere to vacation at for sure. And then five, starting a business that will then make me more money. I feel like I'm not going to lie to you. As an objective person, I think Ezra might have the best list. I think it's my favorite by far. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I was going crazy. It was. No, you didn't. It was off the top. Very impressive. I, I think my favorite might be the amusement park. I just think it's a very funny one. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm trying to get it over there for real. Um, honorable mentions, I'll say travel. Um, if I had crazy money, I'd also love to buy a sports team because you're right. They're, whatever money you're putting into it, like you're still going to make some at the end of the day. My like super honorable mention, like kind of crazy. You see how they like have those like islands that sell for like a few million dollars. If I could get Buy my own, one. if I could get my own island and like build on it a little, just so I have what I need, I wouldn't be mad at that because I don't need a ton anyway. Like, give me a little gas station out there, maybe fucking grocery store, a little mini market, a couple places to eat. I'd be sick. It's 
So you're making like you're buying a pretty big island. I cannot just put a house on. You're trying to put a little infrastructure out there. You can yes, put an amusement park on the island. Oh, mm, I could, but then like I don't really want to use the amusement park. So like I'd have to be bringing people to my island. Mm. Nah. Um, all right, we can wrap this thing up and do some music and TV recommendations. All right, uh, TV, not TV. Music wise, I say that Killer Mike. Uh, I would go with Shed Tears. That all goes crazy. And then TV kind of gave it away, but that 90 Day Fiance, I can't stop watching it. My song is I Can't Lie by French Montana, Kodak, London on the track. Um, and then Show would be From. It's on Apple TV. Dude, Apple TV, I'm feeling like I've, I'm hearing they got a lot of good shows on there. I got to get back on that. They do. That, Silo, watching that too. Have you, all very good. Have you watched Shrink yet? What? It's like Shrink or like Shrinking. It's like with Jason Siegel. Mm-hmm. Her, that was good. Music recommendation. I'm going to go with Drinking Indiana by Water Bear. I don't know. It just came on a fucking random DJ thing on Spotify. I was not, not mad at it. Um, TV-wise, I'm making Anna watch Scandover on season two, and it's, I mean, it's just heating up. So if you haven't ever watched Scandal, definitely just watch it because you're missing out on great TV. You put her onto Scandal? Oh, yeah, dude. Scandal's a fantastic show. Oh, yeah. Scandal goes like insane. Yeah, Scandal goes crazy. I've never seen it. I thought it was like more of a girly show. What? No. No. Get on it. We just got to B613, and I was like, oh, Anna, you don't even know what's about to happen with this. Yeah. B613 is like beef on bill. Yeah. All right. We're going to wrap this podcast up. Thank you for listening. As always, you can follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Porch Talk, No A. There's an Apple Podcast. There's a on Spotify. Share the podcast with a friend. We really appreciate you for listening. We'll be back next week. Peace.